1: Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to Denver Hoops and Dreams and Nuggets Nation. We know. We know. We know exactly how you guys are feeling. We know exactly what you went through while watching this game and what we're about to do. We're going to explain our side of the story, but we know a lot of it is exactly what you guys went through. We saw that last night on Twitter. We saw that during the game while it was happening. We saw the reactions. So we're about to break that down for your Denver Nuggets. But before we jump into the specifics of the basketball game and the greatness of the Serbian beast that is uh, leading this this Nuggets monster that we have going on right now, we are going to double-check, make sure our guys are good. So we got Nelson Newth in the building, Jack Ballsley in the building, myself, Jeremy Nichols, in the building. Now, guys, how – is your day going? Obviously, we are in the middle of the week right now. Um, so, you know, week ain't over yet, but at least we got a couple of days behind us. Jack, talk to me. How's your day and how's your week been?
2: Oh, you know, mentally great. Physically could be better. But, you know, yes. if, if anything, it's a lesson for your guys' kids. Don't go outside in the rain without a jacket. Make oh, sure you, you, can, you, can, you can send them this episode and tell them just to listen to my voice. And that's exactly what happens. Um, no, but all good, you know got to watch some beautiful nuggets basketball and, uh, get to go outside. So I've been able to go outside almost every day now. So I just can't really complain about that.
1: Nice. Nice. Nelson talk to us, man.
2: Yeah, man. Um, you know,
3: it's been interesting, um, economic environment where, I, where I'm living right now. There's some, some kind of scary things that are out there, but from my perspective, like I couldn't be happier. Um, with what happened last night, I, I got to watch the game with uh, a warrior's buddy friend of mine and and he was just an amazement of, you know, like he's watched the Joker play, but he was just uh, amazed like uh, how how he was just collecting all of these amazing numbers and how he did it so fast, like you know the assists, the rebounds, the points. And I'm like, dude, this is what we see every game. He's just on another planet. But, yeah, so we got time to talk about that. Uh, I'm doing good. Thank you for asking. Jeremy, what about you, my main man?
1: Awesome, man. Um, listen, I, I I have a lot of cool things that's happening right now. Um, you, know, I, you know, I've been telling you guys I've been in this process of trying to get this house for my daughter, you know, so she, uh, she can stop bugging me (laughs) about, you know, about daddy. I want a backyard. Daddy, I want a pool. Daddy, I want this and that. So it's like, she has this, uh, I'm gonna tell you guys, you you know, when you, when, when your kids are watching YouTube videos and they see the lives of these kids and families on YouTube, it's, oh gosh, (laughs) because now I have to live up to that now, (laughs) based on, based on YouTube, but it's all good. You know what it is? It's not even pressure for me, like, you know, I like it. It's motivation. It's like, okay, well, let me, let me do what I can to get my daughter what she needs. But I've, you know, I've been trying to get the house, and you know, last couple of days I've been getting some really good news. So hoping, hoping that by the end of this week, um, so hopefully by Friday, you know, I'll, I'll know for sure something really concrete as to my next step with my home. But other than that, man, life has been pretty good. So you know, I cannot complain, guys. Cannot. Come Jack, do you know
3: what my words of wisdom would normally be here? Yeah, well, go ahead. Um, uh good things happen to good people. <laughs> that is true. That is
1: true. Well, yeah. you know what, man, I've been uh I've been living by that. You know, I've been trying That's my good. best to uh, you know, take care of people as much as I can and be as good of a person as I possibly can be, right? So that's all we can do. Well, good um, things
3: are happening to uh, a number fifteen in a Denver Nuggets uniform, <laughs> and he yeah, seems yeah. like a pretty cool dude and a good person. So, I hopefully that mantra sticks with him and the rest of the team.
1: That's 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 what I'm that's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm seeing, and I'll tell you guys, man. Obviously, looking at the Nuggets now, right? One zero on the Los Angeles Lakers, and You know, some people will say, hey, well, the Nuggets were favorited in the series and whatever that looks like. Awesome. Great. But being favorited by certain people in the media doesn't necessarily mean favorited in public opinion. Because if you think about it, look at prior to the series, most people most people were still saying, oh, the Lakers are going to destroy the Nuggets. They're going to do this. How is Nikola Jokic going to stop Anthony Davis? How is how are they going to do this? How are they going to do that? And it, it it takes me back, right? It takes me back to even the Phoenix Suns series where they were like um, every player on this other team is just going to target Jokic in the pick and roll. They're going to switch to him on defense, and they're just going to shoot the mid-range jump shot. Now, the Nuggets have what lost, what, three games in the postseason? Three? And they've won, what, nine? And so based on that, right, how effective is this targeting Jokic thing? Because think about it. If Jokic was so bad on defense, like everybody says, right? Now, of course, he's not Hakeem Olajuwon in his prime. He's not that. But if he was so bad and such a liability on defense, don't you think these teams would just be crushing the Nuggets? Like, that, Like that's the, that's the part because it's like they make it sound like it's so easy to just, oh, yeah, let's just switch off and just go right at Jokic and then that's an easy bucket. That's not the case. Yeah. Is not the case. Right. And of course, he does so much on the offensive end to kind of even if he gets scored on, on on defense, on offense, he's like, OK, well, I could do that, too. And more. Right. So I think that's one of the coolest parts about watching Jokic. So um, last night, you know, we, we had we had already talked about this in the in the previous episode, talking about what we expect going into game one, different things like that. Um, but I'll tell you guys, man, what I really picked up on and what really impressed me. I was really impressed with Bruce Brown. Like there's this, there's just something about his game. And I actually said this last time too. Bruce Brown has just been, he is the perfect pickup for this Nuggets team. He really is because I feel like he fits with whatever they're trying to run. Think about it. Think about he can, he can switch defensively. He's a slasher. He can, he can space the floor and hit threes from time to time. I I think he hit one or two last night. Um, It's just and he can play with the starters. He can play with the bench unit. He can help even with ball handling responsibilities, because what I'm realizing he's doing, he's not necessarily a pass first guard. Right. If he's out there, he's looking to slash to that basket and get fouls on people. And I think that is going to help the Nuggets in this series. So that's what I really picked up on it. Nelson, what did you what did you pick up on while watching this first game and what really stood out to you?
0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
3: Well, I, I think one of the things that is a little bit disconcerting is that, first of all, I looked at matchups. Um, right. When they, when they, the game first started, because we talked about that last week also about, you know, who was going to be guarding who. Um, I really thought they'd start Vanderbilt uh, during the game um, and maybe put him on um, Jokic right. to start off. Um, that didn't happen. They went more small ball, and I think that was to their detriment. Um, I think if you look at the totality of the game, you had, again, we've, and we were just talking about this too, two superstars for one team two superstars for another team and they kind of canceled each other out on some levels. Um, Although um, nobody was as spectacular as Jokic in the game. I thought thought LeBron had some amazing passes and um, really played a great overall game as well. If if they would have turned that around and won the game, I actually thought he was the difference maker, not um, AD. But I think, Going back to your original point, Jeremy, the way that that just worked out with people like Bruce Brown, right? Right. And and then the others, we talked about the others, others being KCP, others being Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon. Um, I think when you look at it from that perspective, the Nuggets won that part of the game. Um, They won the bench. And they won overall the others, Uh, whether it was um, Christian Brown's defense. um, I'm still not. I still pull my hair a little bit about the Jeff Green, Uncle Jeff um, stuff. He still drives me nuts uh, on occasion. Um, Defensively, I think he holds up okay, but he's not really bringing much else. KCP has brought it up to a new level. Um, No,
1: he has, for sure. He really has. Mm -hmm.
3: And um, without him, um, you know, and then Jamal uh, needs some credit, too, based on the fact that, you know, when you have an ear infection, which I know we have all had,
1: that can be really painful. Yeah.
3: And he's played through that. And um, he was spectacular last night as well.
1: Yeah, for sure. Jack, talk to us, man. What were you going through? What were you seeing? Because we know yeah. you're the stats guy, so we know you saw some <laughs> some different things.
2: No, yeah. Well, I mean, it's funny you brought up Hakeem in the beginning. And, hey, Jokic kind of had those stats in the first half with the block. Did, and Two did. blocks. Yeah, and all that, yeah. But, you know, but I thought, you know, everybody was playing great. To Nelson's point, KCP has been a great surprise, especially the last two games, scored over 20. I mean, how can you complain about that? I did see a stat, too, and I, I think it was like – it was about the pl- like who changes in the playoffs and how many more points per game they accumulate. Right, and it was the top three. It was I don't know if it was this playoffer of all time, but I know two and three were Jokic and Murray because Jokic, of course, was like twenty points per game, and now he's at twenty seven, and now he's actually at thirty one, which is otherworldly. Yeah, that's um, crazy. And then Murray was at like sixteen, and now he's at twenty four or something like that. So twenty six. 26. So yeah, like it's really just, I mean, everybody's elevating, which I don't know how you can't ask for more. I mean, they're just, it's just awesome. It's really cool to see. The team is just playing so cohesively and to your point too, Nelson, it's funny how the bench is playing cohesively, even though Jeff green plays for 20 minutes and scores three points every game. So (laughs) yeah. Yeah and Tristan uh,
3: Brown's not being a scorer either really. Yeah, true, true. Um so just to be fair on that point too, yeah. Um I thought they I thought they played in a magnificent game for 90% of the game and mm-hmm. then I will say this in watching the game with my buddy like I even when it got down to three points I was like I had some weird confidence like Yeah like I, they've been there before, right? They, this team has been there before where they, they have these bigger leads and then they get kind of knocked down and they always respond. And it's usually because of um, number 15. But again, I thought they responded when they needed to. I thought that one play where um, a Jamal hits um, Aaron Gordon on the alley-oop dunk yep. was a game-changing play because I think Michael Porter Jr., gets on the ground. Oh, yeah, hust- He was,
1: he hust- was hustling, hustling oh, yeah. for the
3: ball, mm-hmm. kicks it to KCP, KCP gets it to Murray. Murray yeah. goes up and yeah. uh, throws the this, this sweet alley-oop to Aaron. And I just think that was um, one of those games. And then when Porter hit the corner three, I'm like, this is our game. Yeah. And it just felt to me like, I, my friend goes, are you worried now? And I go, no, not really. I think this, we're going to win this game. And I didn't care about the score. Um, I cared about the fact we won and and that's all that mattered.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah, I would just say too, I I think that, you know, the fact that D'Angelo Russell didn't play as good as he could have really impacted the game. But I mean as we expected, how are you gonna stop Anthony Davis when he's healthy? I mean, that man was that man was on a mission, you know? So I mean he was playing all sides or both sides of the court pretty otherworldly I know he had three steals and two blocks and you know LeBron I was kind of surprised he couldn't make a three not that he's some not that he's Steph Curry but you know he I mean he still was an efficient 26 so the fact that their star and I mean I I don't even know where Austin Reeves came from in the past year I mean who would have thought that he's almost averaging as much as he is um, in this quick turnaround in the Western Conference Finals but you know really impressed. I think that the Nuggets just kind of held their own. I think that, you know, when it came to those transitions, I mean, to your point, Nelson, that it was around the two minute mark when they were able to there there was that scramble and then Jokic kicked it out to KCP and that whole Aaron Gordon dunk as, as you talked about, it just, I just really saw a lot more fire in them at least just with that hustle and that kind of can, you know, negate all the, the slow Jokic talk, but, uh, I mean, he was hustling across the court all night. Mm-hmm. So I just, I'm not that we haven't seen that because, of course, for us who watch the Nuggets for every game, you know, that's not, nor, that's normal for us. But I think, I feel like these national media, especially, especially that they're not finally not playing these games at 8 p.m. Mountain Time now that they're actually playing earlier, people are actually able to see that he's, you know,
1: I am so I am so glad you just said that. Go ahead, ahead, Nelson. I got (laughs) I just just got a question. One one
3: more thing about that, like, I think he caught AD off guard too on some things, and we've we've heard about this a little bit in the past. How other players around the league are surprised? No, he's not fast, but he's quick, and he'll run the court all night long. Yeah, and on one particular play, he gets the rebound around the circle. You know, near the um, near the basket, and just start sprinting yeah. down the court with the basketball. And Ad's like, "Oh my God, I gotta, I gotta hustle right now!" Yeah. Like he was three steps behind him, and I could just see Ad thinking, "Like, are you kidding me? Like, what yeah. is he doing right now?" And and he was sprinting with the basketball and did one of those little soft touches where he he got in between two players and Murray went up for a layup and and. Um, you know, I thought Mike Green might actually reach through the lens and, and try to hug him and tell him what an amazing <laughs> player he was. But um yeah, it was incredible. And as um Van Gundy said too, like I want to give um Jokic a standing ovation myself. And and then of course, um Mark Jackson must have been eating a tremendous amount of crow. Mm. And, oh he um, was all, he was
1: walking on eggshells yeah, in that broadcast. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you yeah, could hear so. it.
3: Sorry, Jeremy, go go in here. No, you're you're, you're good. I
1: was just I was just glad that Jack brought up the point of people acting as though they hadn't really seen much of this team or seen much of Jokic because here's a banner that I already had ready with a question, right? <laughs> because here's what I here's what I saw last night. And throughout these playoffs, truth be told, so even going back to the first round, but especially the last round with Phoenix, because I think that's when people really paid attention to the Nuggets. Nobody really talked about Nikola Jokic or, or whatever it was in the first round, because I guess in their opinion, they were just like, well, that's the Timberwolves, so we're not even paying attention to them." But when the Nuggets played the Suns, I started to finally hear and see the narrative start to change from fans of other teams to media guys like you started to see it so i was gonna ask this question to you guys did people actually watch nikola Jokic during the season and here's why i'm asking because everybody is acting so surprised at what he can do it's like i'm turning on these random shows i'm checking youtube after and this is kind of my method right after after the nuggets win a game I pretty much spend the rest of the the next, the following day, which is like today, and I just go on YouTube and I watch different videos of them talking about said game and said person or whatever. So I did that today, right? I stumbled upon a whole bunch of treasure chest of information with people saying things like, man, did you guys know that that... Nikola Jokic had the ability to, to like space the floor and hit threes. I thought he was just a, you know, back down guy, maybe kick it to to somebody wide open in the corner. He, he shot a fall away three pointer and, and, and it went in Uh, and he done it from, he did it from one foot. Like who does like, we haven't seen that since Dirk. Hey, listen, guys. Nikola Jokic does that. He literally has a move named the Sombor Shuffle because he does it so much. Even going back to the the EuroLeague basketball games during the summer when Serbia played Greece, he did he the exact same shot in, in the, the corner, corner. over yep. Giannis. Like... Nikola Jokic practices this. It don't matter if he says he doesn't or not. We know he does because he's done it so many times. The problem is I don't personally feel like people are watching. I think people just assume, "Oh, look, it's this slow guy and 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 they listen to people like Stephen A who get on TV every single day and he needs to get a new line." He really does. Like yeah. Stephen A Smith and I and I need I need to say this because I cannot stand watching even even when the Nuggets win a game and he's complimenting Nikola Jokic. He always God uses, it. it's always this thing of, oh, oh, we, we all know what the Joker can do. He's this and that, but we all know he's he's slow. He can't jump on top of a curb. Dude, can you please get a new line? Can you please, like, are you just saying this because you want to say it? Or are you saying this because writers are giving you this material? Dude, enough with the, he can't jump. Well, he jumped enough to get two blocks. He jumped enough to dunk on AD. He jumped enough to to shoot that shot. Like, man, stop it, bro. Enough. Like, that, it's not even funny. Like, I could understand if it was like, it was like an actual joke, but it's like you keep saying this one thing, enough, dude. Like, chill out with that. Nikola Jokic is a beast, bro. That's just what it is. You know what it is, Jeremy?
3: It's the fact that they were wrong. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a fact. It's the the bottom line is, is, they were wrong. And now that now it's proven out that Joel Embiid and again, we all know the MVP is just for the regular season. Totally right. get that. But who's still in the playoffs and who's at home? Yeah, And they were all wrong. They got duped into this whole race thing by Kendrick Perkins saying that all the voters were white and that. You know, there was not going to be anything else but to pick Joel Embiid. And even some people said, because we thought that he deserved it because Jokic had won the last two. Right. How are you telling me that a man who averages a triple-double as a seven-foot center is not the MVP? Yeah. And, and even my friend last night was surprised, like, all the great shots that Jokic was hitting. I'm like, dude, you've watched him play before. And he's like, yeah, but I've never seen this like amazing, you know, things that he's able to do. I just never really realized it. I always thought he was great, but I didn't really get it until looking at this now. And yeah, it's almost like, but I even, even today, and maybe you can help me on this, Jeremy. I still heard the naysayers.
0: Well, yeah, I you're still, still going to find some of them. I still sure, heard,
3: yeah. like, oh, yeah, the Lakers are going to come back. Oh, yeah, the Lakers solved the Nuggets in, we, we, the, we, in we, the We'll get to that.
1: Half. We will get to that because I, I have – I got a question for you guys too. Yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah. So that was the other thing I heard all day was, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, the Lakers know what they're going to do. And, and Huchamura, or however you say his name, is going to be guarding uh, – jokic and that's gonna solve everything for them and
1: we're we, we no. gonna talk we're gonna talk about that okay, because that, so. that specifically i want to talk to you guys about but jack just just let us know just your thoughts on the fact that people don't seem to to it don't feel like anybody has actually watched this team and jokic for real yeah i mean a,
2: f- a fun little stab for you guys if we're rounding up by 0.2 decimal since uh the 2020 season jokic has averaged 30 points per game in all, in, in the playoffs since uh, twenty twenty to twenty, the twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty one season, he's averaged thirty points and over t- over eleven rebounds. And the past two seasons, it's been thirty one points and thirteen rebounds a game. So, but Jack, I thought he couldn't play in the playoffs.
1: He couldn't. He really and I thought couldn't. he couldn't score in comparison <laughs> to these other guys who were like better scorers. I thought but that that's what I've been hearing because I oh, he heard drops. certain. Yeah, I heard people (laughs) were like, oh, because look at Nikola Jokic, averaging 24 and point something. Oh, he can't score. Because look at Embiid averaging 30 plus and whatever. So Jokic can't. But then when you go to the playoffs, who's averaging who, who dropped 15 in the game seven? Yeah, <laughs> who, dro- who dropped 15? Man, stop it! Man, stop playing with Yeah, that, I mean, one, well,
2: it's funny too because I, I've I've really seen like the, I've even seen a comment where they didn't even realize that he's been to the Western Conference Finals before because this two guys are arguing about how Jokic has like like it's fine that mb hasn't gone past the second round because Jokic hasn't either, and then you know. Someone. Of course I I, I liked the, the, the clap back, but as you I, should. I think that encompasses just that lack of attention of like who even watches these games. And to be fair, the only thing I will say kind of to be the devil's advocate is Denver is a small market team. So I mean, you kind of have to take that into account for the national fandom because ESPN's not. And oh, for the
1: casuals, you mean? Got yeah, it. for the yeah. casuals, for the casuals. Okay, cool. Cool. Um, yeah. But for
2: you know, and ESPN too. I mean, you think about it. As dumb as it sounds, they they don't get the ratings if they if they're not talking about the Lakers being you know the past couple of years when they were hot garbage. And or not this past couple years, but a few years prior, even when they were hot garbage, they were still more more talk of the town than the Nuggets. Right. So, you know, I I think the small market, big market at the same time, I mean, I, I don't get it. But I think I mean, as we've all talked about, none of us really get it as to why it's he's such he's been so disrespected all this time. I just think, you know, I think. That the whole MB thing, the weirdest part to me was a lot of fans, and I would even I would argue even past the Philly fans, it was about this weird narrative that you know Jokic doesn't really do much outside of the play or or, like after in the playoffs, and for some reason MB does, um, and then of course went or and then you know like it was just of course that dialogue of well it's it's a it's a regular season award. And of course only this season now is the only one that matters that it's a regular season award, not years prior. All,
3: all I have to say is Mark, uh, Marcus Howard and Faku Compasso. <laughs> <laughs> and he and was Austin still rivers. averaging 31 and Austin mm. rivers and, um, Will Barton. And yeah, I, I, I love Monte Morris, so I won't ever yeah say anything That's bad about big. Monte Morris, but, uh, yeah. So he's amazing. He's uh, the best player on the planet. We've talked about it yep. repeatedly. Um and we talked about this before the show but um 31 points, 13.5 rebounds and 10 assists a game. That don't even, it, that that don't even
1: like <laughs> that's 2k numbers. That is, yeah, that is not that's not something that somebody should be able to do. Like it it it's not like what he's able to do, think about this. Nikola Jokic's playoff averages, if you see somebody averaging that, just think about any other player in the league, It yeah. don't matter who it is. If you if you ever see Joel Embiid, right, and not to pick on him, but if you see Joel Embiid put up thir- 35, 20, 21, 14, two steals, two blocks, right? If you see that stat line by Joel Embiid, Just one time, you would think, dude, this guy is amazing. Like you'd be like, yo, okay, I got, I gotta, I gotta give him some type of respect for that because that is impressive to do. For sure. The problem is, Nikola Jokic is averaging that, and there's still certain people, like you said. I mean, yes, there's a lot of people who. Who are still his detractors? There's people who's still gonna be like, all right, whatever. Like this guy, Keyshawn or whatever. Oh, on, God. On, like he is he's the worst. Because here's, oh, the, here's the thing, horrible. but here's the thing. He is a diehard Lakers fan. Mm-hmm. And when when I heard him say the other day, like after the Sun series, when they showed highlights of Jokic backing down and getting to the basket, that's scored, all he does, is what like, he said. That all he that's all he does. Like all like every time I watch him, he's he's so slow. He doesn't he doesn't do anything, he just gets to the like that's not impressive to me. He just back like, bro, what do you think a center does? Like, like, did did when did he start watching basketball? Four they years got, ago, football, dude. Right, like, bro, chill idiot. out. Like, he's not what exactly is he even talking about? Like, you are you don't want to see a center back down. Have you watched Shaq? Mr. <laughs> Mr. Lakers, huh? Yeah, because I mean, Shaq was the floor, hit. right? <laughs> Give me a break. It's 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 insane, man. And you know Isn't what's amazing
3: good. about that too? And just and this is my own also neurosis or craziness is how many free throw attempts does Joel Embiid get a game?
1: Over twelve.
3: How many does Nikola Jokic get a game? A little bit over five. Yeah. Okay. Thank yes. you. That's it. Just want to make sure yes. we we're on the same page. I, I mean, mean, there's so many times when he, like. I don't know if you remember the spin move on AD and he goes and he dunks and AD's right behind him. He got fouled. He did. And and even my buddy goes, that was a foul. And I go, dude, welcome to the Nuggets life. I go, Mm -hmm. they're not going to get the calls in the series and he won't get calls, period, because they don't give him calls. Even though he's the best player in the league, he should get a call every time on
1: that. You would think so? He should. He should. Yeah. He should like even in those moments doesn't. last night, man. Like, like I re- like there were a couple like Jokic did flop last night, right? But here's here's oh, I, sure. and I remember saying that and I was like, dude, people really people got a problem with this. I don't like shoot. If everybody else can do it, why can't he? That's my thing. It's like everybody else is getting away with flopping and doing all this type of stuff. Devin Booker was doing it. Oh, Anthony sure. Edwards was doing it. So why can't why can't Jokic? flail a little bit if everybody else is is doing that let let, let the big guy do it because at the end of the day that might be the only way he gets extra free throws because when he's playing regular and just playing without even doing any of that no embellishment whatsoever he don't get calls Right. So it's like let shoot, Jokic, flop some more. Just don't get fined because I think they about to they're about to fine a bunch of people for flopping, but don't get fined or don't get in trouble. But do it. I don't care. Can I ask you what what were you talking?
3: Were you talking about the out of bounds play?
1: when he when he just kind of fell when he kind of just fell, fell forward over, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah
3: he did get pushed in the small of the back and other He time. did
1: he did but then he just was like oh, shoot, flopped. all right let's he go then and <laughs> I, I even
3: <laughs> looked at my buddy and I go that was a flop oh yeah <laughs> you know cuz I, I don't I don't like play favorites like if he flopped I'm just up then he flopped and no it was a flop it and, was and, it, and that's, it it's was. fine yeah there's nothing wrong with that the Listen, guy doesn't man. get any calls man so
1: do what you got to do it and So, so, so listen, guys, Jack, um, you, you got, you brought up a great point, obviously about Nikola Jokic, but it's so funny how you guys brought, I have two, I had two questions set for you guys, Jack, you brought up the first one with, and we didn't even talk about this. Right. But you brought up the first one about the lack of knowledge when it comes to people acting as though they're just straight up ignorant to Nikola Jokic's game and the nuggets in general, almost like they only watch highlights on YouTube right or highlights on ESPN and listen to what they say about the game yeah. to get whatever thought process. Now, the next one was Nelson you brought up this whole thing about uh Rui Hachimura, right? <laughs> now, I've been seeing this all day or even up till like after the game and everything. All you see is in these spaces on Twitter, everybody's saying well, I mean The Nuggets shot well, which if you look at the stats, both teams shot above their averages, both teams. But everybody's just like, oh, well, the Nuggets can't maintain that. Can the Lakers? That's one. And two, this whole thing about people saying that this this Rui Hachimura on Jokic thing is some secret that now feels like this is the way to beat the Nuggets. So everybody's like, oh, listen, I could see it now. Uh, Lakers in five or Lakers in six. All because... (laughs) all because of this one thing so here's this is the part that i don't understand with nba fans of particular teams are do y'all not understand that when we are able to see stuff as fans there are people who are being paid hundreds of thousands of dollars and some of them millions to make adjustments right so If you, as a fan, can say, oh, wow, that Rui Hachimura on Jokic thing, allowing AD to be the weak side defender thing was effective, that was awesome, an in-game adjustment. Kudos to Darvin Ham. But why in the world would you assume that doing that in – because I'm hearing everybody, oh, we should start Rui Hachimura next game. We should start him on Jokic. AD can do – you don't think the Nuggets is going to have a counter for that? You don't think the Nuggets are going to switch something up to say, okay, well, if you do that, we got this guy in this corner, or we're going to scramble and move these guys around, so AD can't can't just stay in the paint and he got three. He was supposed to be called for three second defensive violation a couple times because he was just standing in there. But I, you know, I, whatever. I don't get paid to call them plays, you know. <laughs> but I'm watching this and I'm like, people really believe that. Nobody is going to adjust to this. That Rui Hachimura is literally going to be the Jokic stopper. I saw posts of them saying this is the Jokic stopper. First off, he didn't stop Jokic at all. He Rui Hachimura one-on-one... That's not what was happening. Yes, he was on Jokic, but what made that effective was the fact that Anthony Davis was coming over to help. So when Jokic would overextend or get over the defense, AD would be there as the secondary defender to help. I would – listen, man, every dollar in my bank account, I would love to watch Nikola Jokic play Rui Hachimura one-on-one (laughs) – and if they really believe he's the Jokic stopper, can y'all please stop, bro? He You'll had get a that nice order. In no minute, man. That's what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> like he had a decent moment in the game. It was it, it worked great, but at the end, the Nuggets still won. So and, if you think, like, come on now, stop playing. And
3: the after game. the game, the Nuggets all said to a man, "We're gonna expect the next game, and we will have right. a counter. We will of have a course. counter. And here's another thing. Here's another thing. We've seen this all year long, also." They that the, every single team in the NBA has thrown different combinations at Jokic. Yeah, we saw it with two seven footers in the first series, <laughs> he's still dominated. We've seen a uh, Tucker from Philly who's 6'6, 230 on him. He's d- he destroyed him in the second game, uh, at in ball arena. We're gonna see H- Huchamara is is 6'8. 230 pound the joker is seven feet tall 285 pounds tell me how he's going to stop him seriously not, bro. it's he's just not. a joke it's just <laughs> it's, it feeds into the narrative that the lakers are somehow going to keep the series um you know a legitimate series and you know that the nuggets have one of the best three-pointing uh shooting teams in the league kcp mm-hmm. uh, uh mpj are going to be in those corners on, you know, quick passes to get out of double teams and really scorch um, the Lakers if they do that. So, yeah, I think it's a joke. Um, I think it it speaks to the fact that a lot of these talking heads don't know what the heck they're talking about.
2: I mean, yeah, and I think Hachimura, I, I I thought he was a good pickup for the Lakers, and I think he's mm-hmm. a good piece. Not bad Great at all, pickup. yeah. Great pickup. I, yeah. I just think I, – I kind of feel bad for these guys sometimes, especially when you play for the Lakers, because now it seems like there's this all this pressure built on him that he's the Jokic stopper, and I feel like he doesn't even think he is. And, and I mean, of course, he's going to have confidence to play and play up to Jokic, but not that he's going to play up successfully. But I just think that, you know – to your, to your guys' point, and we're talking about the media a lot, and I, I really do think that plays a part in it because it even, I, I, I mean, I forgot what I guys sent you because I don't have my phone right on me, but just about like how the media is going even as far as to talking about how they're mislabeling stats. I know. Um, oh, my, oh my God. goodness. Like that Robert, Robert Horry Horry. thing? Yeah, oh Robert, yeah, Robert oh Horry. So, What an idiot. I mean, oh I know, we don't really have to go into that, but like, it's just more about Can't like. Can't we? <laughs> it, it's just, it's just like it's just the reaching, and I, I mean, a small thing that kind of even rubbed me the wrong way, was right when the game ended, the clock hit zero, for the next like two minutes, the camera shots were only the disappointed Lakers walking into the into their uh, locker room at ball arena and I, I, even that i was just kind of like show the winning team like why who cares that the i mean maybe pan to lebron or something like i get getting the shot like that but like who cares about this team that just lost in a way of like they're they're literally just following them exactly into the end and of course they do that all the time, but I just, the fact that they were at home in Denver and they still showed, I mean, of course it was an ESPN broadcast, but right. even then I was just kind of like that, that really like solidified it for me. I mean, it was something I already knew what's going to happen. It was going to be a very Lakers heavy, you know, narrative, but Even that, I was like, just show the Nuggets celebrating. Like, we barely even got to see that as the fans, like, right Mm -hmm. initially. Of course, they interview guys and all that, but yeah, it's just it's really been disappointing about just seeing that that media outlets and all that, and just kind of the reaching. And I mean, I even tweeted about it. I I said, like, even if you're not a fan of the Lakers and you're not a fan of this, or subtracting fans of Lakers and Celtics, every other thirty fan or. Uh, 28 fandom like you you want to see two teams that are fighting for their 18th ring like how I mean I yeah. get views but like if you're wanting to appreciate the game of basketball more don't don't you want these smaller market teams mm-hmm. and I, I know Miami's bigger by now since they used to be but like don't you want these teams competing for like these very more specialized rings like how we saw with Milwaukee and, and to be honest that's really what bothers me I could give less of a Crap, uh,
1: if the Celtics
2: made their Yeah. Feeders yeah, really quickly, too. The on uniform that. matchup is beautiful, but at the same time, I. Yeah.
1: No, we're good. We're good. We're just getting some, uh, we had some, some, some lag feedback. in yeah, some feedback yeah. in there, but it's all good. Nelson, go ahead, man.
3: No, I was just going to say that, um, Jeremy, can you give us an update on the score, even though this isn't going live? I'm just curious.
1: Yeah, well, there's. Know- yeah, they're they're in they're in commercial now. Um, but it is hold on. So we're up. talking
3: about the, uh, the 114
1: and one oh nine. Miami's up.
3: Okay, so the other thing that you just brought up, um, Jack, is and I just want to know are you guys thinking about this because we, you and I, we all have this little special countdown we're talking about where there's seven more wins until we right. have an NBA championship in Denver for the first time. But I'm just wondering, have you guys thought about that? And um, so that would be my question to my two fine friends here. Have you thought about um, who you would prefer in the in the championship game? Um, I only said Miami because Denver would have home court advantage, right? But what do you guys think? If you're if you even let yourself go to that part of your brain yet.
1: Yeah, I actually answered this question earlier today. Um, I did a, a feature on on one of my friends' um like shows, and he actually asked me this exact same question. And I and I'll I'll tell you the same thing I told him. I want the Celtics, and here's why. Because yes, understandably, playing against Miami would give you home court advantage, but there's 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 what I'm liking right now, I'm liking the fact that the Nuggets are beating teams or playing against teams that are getting a lot of fanfare, right? So it's a lot of teams that have a lot of fans. So you're getting a lot of new eyes. You're getting a lot of new people seeing um, Nicola, right, and the team. Like you're starting to really see it. And for me, I would love to, to see – and, and I, I actually said that at the beginning of the season because when we had first started the show and we were talking about different matchups and things like that um, – the Nuggets versus the Celtics was one of them that that intrigued me. Now it worried me a bit at first, like during the season. Like I'll be like, I don't know yet, because we hadn't really seen what the Nuggets would become. Cause I don't think at that point the Nuggets were the first seed yet. But I remember saying there's two matchups that I wanted to see for the Nuggets. One I was preferring was gonna be Nuggets and Bucks, but of course. Miami decided they uh, they wanted to get them up out of here um, <laughs> because I would have loved to see Jokic versus Giannis, right? I think that would man that would have been just beautiful basketball. Uh, that would have been Nuggets and five, but anyways, um, I would. <laughs> 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 but I uh, out of these last two teams, I want the Celtics because I want the Nuggets to really make a statement, right? Like I want them to to go in and beat Phoenix and and smack them up on the road which they did. I'm not even talking about the Timberwolves right now because no the other people don't necessarily respect them. So I'm just going with the teams that everybody's like, "Oh man, this team is amazing." So Phoenix, yeah. you know, the Nuggets go ahead and they beat the Lakers and which with everybody watching and then you go into TD Garden and you you beat the Boston Celtics to win a national Nash- Listen, man. I think just as a storybook ending I think that that would be the best outcome now the easier path in my opinion would be Miami and I think that's us as Nuggets fans are like dude we just want the championship we don't care about the other stuff you know but I think honestly I would be totally fine with either way but just for the storybook ending to to put that that just that little icing on the cake I would like the Nuggets to beat the Celtics in the finals to win their first championship I just think it would be so epic if that happened
2: yeah I mean I I would agree with that I I think that to your point, with the heat, there would be that advantage, but I don't know. Honestly, I'm a little bit more worried about the Heat than I am the Celtics. Okay. I mean, it's looking like they're about to lock up game game one. Yeah, uh, they're taking Boston. home court right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and they shot. They just they just scored 46 in the third. I mean, they're just a team that I feel like is so hot, and you can't really knock knock their coach because I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name because you know me, but. um but uh, Spolstra.
1: uh, Eric Spolstra, Spolstra. Spolstra. okay, okay. <laughs> I'll go with Spolstra. I didn't, I was gonna, I didn't want to get reamed by it. So. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta keep, you know what, Jack? I just realized something. Yeah, you are the stats guy, yeah, Nelson is the historian, and yeah. I'm the one who has to pronounce all the names. I think that's, <laughs> what, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, a, hey, all right all we, right we got it we, we got it figure that I'll out uh, i'm glad you give you that role yeah we got it now
2: <laughs> i'll gladly <laughs> give you that role because i'm not gonna put the effort in um but yeah man i i just think to to jeremy's point i would like the heat but at this i don't know honestly just listening to jeremy's little monologue i think i even kind of want the celtics now <laughs> I, I, yeah i, I didn't really to, i didn't really think about it that way um I mean, I did in this in the sense of like the Celtics are good, but the Celtics have so many holes, and I feel like it's just you've seen that, and and they've scraped by. I feel like in these playoffs, at least with Philly, um, and, and and I know that the way they blew out Philly in the end, of course, but I, I just think that you know, and it lo- it's, of course, here it's looking like they're losing game one, and so I feel like this game's this this uh, this is going to a six at least, and so I, I just think that they're a team that they have their ebbs and flows and with the consistency of the nuggets, I just, I have more faith in them. Gotcha.
3: Yeah. I, I'm, I'm an easy, easy person <laughs> to pick on this one. I, I want the heat all day long. I want the, I want the home court advantage. I think the heat, I, I would, I would just say that it means so much to have home court advantage, even right, in the, right, right. I mean, yeah. even in this Lakers series, I think it's going to be huge. Um, To have a team start off in the Mile High City with the altitude, um, the mental issues that that causes alone, and the ability to have a Game 7 at Ball Arena would just mean the world. And I think they would actually beat the Heat in five. Um, The Celtics, to me, are super gritty and... um, you know, Tatum and Brown are amazing players, but they do have really good role players too. Um, they have a, a nugget killer and um, uh, the guy with the weird hair, um, what's his name, um, who played for the Spurs. Jeremy, help me. Um, um, Lonnie Walker. No. He because he um, did, he did have crazy had, hair. Back in day no, cutting, but this yeah. guy, this guy has like um uh anyways, um he played for the Spurs and and lit up the nuggets. And I want to say White, is that
1: oh Derek White? Derek Derek White. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the, a Denver the, kid, the, the Colorado kid, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Derek gotcha, White, gotcha. and yeah. then they
3: have Brogdon.
1: Dude, I love um, brogdon man. Yeah,
3: he's a good player, and then Smith is a is a lockdown defender. I've always and Horford is still playing at a high level. I I think the Boston Celtics would be a tough one. I would love that ability to go ahead and beat them because I do think that would. Being an amazing thing, especially mm-hmm. considering it would be our first, so it would make it a little much a little more historic. But right. I don't really care about that. I just want <laughs> yeah, to Nelson good. Nelson, really Nelson says know. Nelson says screw all the path. fanfare.
1: He said screw yeah. the fanfare. Just give us the ring. That's all. I just wants. want the
3: ring. I don't care if they discount it because it's against Miami. I just want, I want uh Nugget Nation to feel that and. I wanna um, I'm not mad at that
1: at all, yeah, I, I want to
3: celebrate in Denver with some friends. so yeah, I um I'm that's who I'm hoping for, but we'll see what happens um see. and Miami is playing really well, so you got to give them a touch. oh
1: yeah, they're uh they're about to be up one so, oh so they um they're pretty much taking home court now uh from Boston. And of course we know Boston can bounce back, you know in terms of the series because. You know, going back to Philly, Philly did the same thing. Philly beat them in game one and that's without Joel Embiid and Harden at 45. So one thing about this Celtics team, they do know how to adjust. Right. So I wouldn't I wouldn't discount this situation just because they're losing right now in this particular game. Um, But you, you, you guys said it, man, this Miami team. I just don't like let's just say the Nuggets do match up with them. I just would not want any type of situation where they play down to the competition. I think going back into that mentality, I would hate that. Um but I don't think this Nuggets team is going to do that. I think these no, boys they're either. so motivated now it's just like they're bro, I don't in. care. I don't care who's in front of us cuz you think about it. Look at um look at the Minnesota series, right? Like they were just like, bro, we're not playing around with y'all. You know, and 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 yes, there were some closer games, but at the end of the day, they finished the series in 5. So, I mean, it was a gentleman's sweep. So, listen, man, this uh we, we're going to see. We're going to see how, how things play out, obviously, in this series. Um, game two versus the Lakers is tomorrow night, and most people, if you're listening to this full episode, that's going to be tonight, so... It's going to be a fun one, y'all. Obviously, we're all hoping that the Nuggets can handle their business at home and go up 2-0 in the series. And hopefully, they're able to solve Rui Hachimura because apparently, he's the best defensive player to ever live, um, based on what I'm hearing. So... (laughs) So we 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 will see if Nikola Jokic is able to solve his matchup tomorrow, because apparently he's going up against Dennis Rodman in his prime. So that is all we're going to talk about tonight. But listen, guys, this was fun. Um, anybody got any last anything else they want to say before we get up out of here? Go Nuggets, that's Go it. Go
2: Nuggets,
1: yeah. Okay. I don't got much. <laughs> I love it, love it, love it. Well, guys, I know we uh we were supposed to have Harrison Wind on today on this episode, but the way that I'm seeing certain things with um with media like harrison reached out to me and he let me know the the media stuff has changed and they're moving stuff around during the day which i mean ain't really much you can do about that right um so we're looking to see if we can get him on the friday episode so we'll see how that works out with the time frame and understanding like he's in the building during the playoff so a lot of things can change um at any given moment but we will try to work with his schedule and get him on the next episode so Until next time, guys, this is Denver Hoops and Dreams signing out. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace.